Good morning. Welcome to Adu and the Guru. It's a leather Monday. And yes, which way Nigeria is a question that we all are asking over and over and over again. What a way to start the show. Well, my name is Adu and this episode is another version of the People's Parliament. And of course, when the Guru comes on, he'll tell you a little bit more about that. And I uh, would like you to join the conversation using the WhatsApp line in the meantime. Uh, meantime, the WhatsApp number is 0809-234-5913. 0809-234-5913. You can head over to our Instagram at Lagos Talks 913 as well to watch it live, being streamed on Instagram. Now, it would not be Adu and the Guru if there was no Guru. And his name precedes his reputation. He is a veteran journalist of over 40 years of excellent journalistic work and he's none other than the one we call the walking encyclopedia with a historical perspective uh, you our dear listeners have given him the coinage of the prophet of our time and i am fast believing that phrase um, but he's here today in his capacity as the guru mr gordon ataki good morning to you sir Adobe. how are you Good morning, sir. Good to see you. You're looking so radiating that... Well, uh, I, I decided to brighten things up. The Queen of England is getting older, but uh, if she should see you this <laughs> way... She might consider. Aunt Mike, she will offer. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that policeman that was caught in the Queen's bedroom <laughs> some years ago? I don't know. I don't know where where you were then. Uh, the police sergeant was caught in her bedroom. I'm talking of something getting to almost 30 years now. Mm. And uh, the excuse given by the palace was that she uh, the, the the police uh, sergeant was newly posted to the palace, so she, I mean, he missed his ways, and good enough or fortunately enough. He missed his way by going into the Queen's chambers. Eh? Chambers. <laughs> chambers. She went beyond chambers. <laughs> he went beyond chambers. So if the Queen sees you the way you are now, she might want to renew her age. She's hitting that 100 now. Yeah. She might want to become 45 so she could be functional for all purposes. <laughs> you are welcome. I'm let me welcome you. I'm welcome you. Let, me, you. let me welcome you to the journey. Oh. Good morning, listeners all over the world. Thank you very much. And uh, this is Adu and the Guru, Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. So you are into a very, very happy day, day made already by God. Because I have with me, uh, again, members of what I call the Nigerian people, the Nigerian People's Parliament. Because the National Assembly, which we have in there in Abuja, none of them, or you want to vote that they are representing you well and adequately, no, that would be statement of fallacies. But it is for that reason that the guru has been able to convene what he called the people parliament. And I want to thank these two gentlemen with me here now. They are really gentlemen because people who are called to the bar to learn the act of taking drinks from the bar, how to handle your glass in the bar and all those, they are gentlemen completely. Professor Joseph Abugu, a senior advocate of Nigeria, you are welcome, sir. Adu and Guru, thank you. Good morning, Nigerians. Glad to be here once again. Thank you very, very much. Like as I keep saying, I shall never, never take you for granted because uh, uh, I compared you using the Nigerian people's name last week, Monday, for you to come. 
Ah, here you are. Uh, Barrister Fred, uh, an accomplished, the way I described it in my broadcast last night, an accomplished economist, development economist, a lawyer with good understanding, a good friend, a man who would always answer my call. Like this last week, you were down a little. You were you were in, down with the weather or in the weather or over the weather or under the weather. Here you are today again, sir. Respectfully, you are most welcome. Thank you, Guru. Good morning. Good morning, Adu. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Prof. Good morning. Uh, good morning to our dear listeners. Don't tell me that. Uh, since last week, uh, uh, Monday, you've not spoken with Prof. And we, 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 we couldn't speak. No, I told you, I was, I was really fine now. So you must That's thank fine, me for fine. this, uh, for convening this parliament. That is bringing two of you together. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even speak with Prof. I promise you I will call him. Yes. I will have some chats. Yes. And, um, just all of a sudden, um, I think it was Saturday night, I, my temperature changed. My body temperature changed. Uh, but but expectedly, anyway. Have I received a good uh, Expectedly. Well, unexpectedly, you may say. No, expectedly. Why would it be expected? Ah. My boy, the the new mechanism of slaughtering one another that is happening in Anabra is where you have Guru, a stick. Guru is, enough, <laughs> is that is not a, enough is for enough to, Is enough to make anyone <laughs> sick. Honestly, is enough to make anyone sick. Uh, maybe that was why, but... Thank God I'm up again. It's good. So, gentlemen, thank you very, very much for coming. Thank you. We are going to hit the ground running. The guru has nothing of his own. I'm bringing this parliament together so that we can do the little we should to help Nigeria to find meaning. Because right now, uh, the uselessness of the amalgamation of 1914, which I called tragedy of amalgamation, what it has resulted to, this uh, hidden contract signed sometime in 1556 where captain were there. The first British man to sail into this zone after the Portuguese had gone to Bite of Benin, arriving uh, uh, for Cardos in the year 1472 to start shipping operations. All those hidden agreements they are bringing Nigeria on daily basis to edge of disaster. We have not been fortunate enough to have leaders that will steer the ship out. Even it is looking much better now that we must applaud the founding fathers. Namdi Nazikiwe, Obafemi Awolowo, Amadu Belo, because they were more practical and they did a few things. They were able to package a federation type of constitution that we had the Federal Republic of Nigeria which was killed in 1966 by the introduction of uh, the unitary government and the unitary government introduced by Thomas Aguirre Hirose, the supreme commander of the Nigerian forces. Again, he was assassinated. And one of the allegations against justifying killing him, he was killed, he was assassinated, was that he was trying to move Nigeria to a unitary system of government. And uh, the counter coup happened, and he was assassinated in Ibadan. And because of loyalty, uh, uh, Kole Agu, uh, Fajui uh, 
offered to die before any other thing. And uh, he was killed from Adrikiti. How many years after the assassination of Aguirosi, under the accusation that he introduced a unitary system of government to, to Nigeria, that he abandoned federal system of government, what we have run in Nigeria from there to now is unitary system of government. Uh, uh, Brigadier General Godwin Alabi Isama called it tragedy of victory. Tragedy of victory in his book. So, sir, we are here to find how we can help. Let me just give the people a, a background of what the discussion is most likely to come to be. It has been confirmed today that uh, the super delegates that were to come to participate in the primaries of the political parties in Nigeria, President Muhammad, yes, President Muhammad Buhari has not signed it. As of yesterday, we were told that he sent it to INEC, he sent it to uh, Attorney General of the Federation. I don't know whether that Attorney General even know anything to settle down to about the lawmaking, I don't know. But for today, he remains the Attorney General of the Federation for advice. Well, two bills were sent to him. He signed one immediately before he jetted out to pay cordless visit to United Arab Emirates in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, by the way, is the capital, political capital of the Emirates, while Dubai is the commercial capital, uh, while Sharjah is the, working, the workers' capital of that uh, 11 villages brought together to form the Emirates. Very nice place. Now, without signing this uh, the reform, in the newly signed 2022 reform, which has now become an act, and with annexing, we will never shift any date because shifting one date will affect the other date. Please, you gentlemen, we bring some meaning to where Nigeria is ready to. That's number one. Number two, the APC had uh, suspended or postponed or whatever its primaries indefinitely. Could that be because the APC sees something, knows something that Nigerians don't know anything about? What will be the, 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 the social benefits or otherwise if the president refuses or fails to sign that amendment that is bringing super delegates could it be that the number of super delegates superfluously overwhelmed the ad hoc delegates I think you guys should prepare to give meaning to Nigerians but for the time being uh, if time permits, I may want to ask you, friends, specifically. Uh, animals in the animals kingdom will not even behave the way my brothers and sisters that we head off behaving in the northeast, northwest, north central are now behaving in north and southeast, specifically Anambra State. The killing of those two soldiers that got married to themselves, the video shot is not something you want to look at without your blood rising. Thank God I did not look at it. Then, just a few days ago, a man of in, the, in, the, in, the, in the legislature 
was picked and while still searching for him the government is ready to negotiate them they cut the man head they brought the head to the to a marketplace is it in amishi that is newi so in amishi they brought the head to the marketplace so that to to, to to so that many could see the head while the body was mutilated scattered somewhere else animals will not be so glad in doing that even in their kingdom we may want to look at that and we may want to look at data state that is professor abugu if he's willing to discuss it because as of last week he was not here comprehensively with a uh, events uh, of uh, of course he's lagos beast so uh, maybe he had not gone home for about three months then he did not know but maybe he will be able to do that the daughter of james omovudu onandefe iboli the odidigbori bow of the universe that the daughter could not win election primaries outrightly that the daughter had to tide going to house of representative tied with another contender or contestant in PDP primaries where Odidigbo had to be acknowledged at the time is the god of the land if Professor Abugu would allow we may want to talk a little about that now we want to look at the arrests made by the FCC in the last one week, the attorney, sorry, the Akata General, General of the Federation, Idris, he's from uh, Kano State, he's from Kano State, he's from Kano Town. Uh, to me, foolishly took only 80 billion, only 80 billion from the coffer. When he, because of his position, being the man distributing the money, doing everything, he could easily take 8 trillion. Why he went for 8 80 billion, I don't know. That arrest was made. Madam, Madam Speaker, who was uh, Speaker House of Representatives? Former. Uh, former. former uh, uh, speaker, 80. Uh, uh, she's from Oshobo. She's from Poludo or something. Constitution, Federal Constitution of Oshobo. But the husband is from the other side. And she was a seasoned hairdresser. She could dress her for Obama wife even. Then she found herself into the National Assembly. She became a speaker. The first thing she did, which shows that she's not really rooted in the corrupt system of Nigeria, was to renovate her office at a cost which was heightened more than 25 percent. No, 25 times the real cost. And give it to her secretary. She did not know that was corruption. Of course. That showed her the way out, and another person was shortly to take over. Then the contract in 2011, where she's not a board of director and everything, she facilitated it. And again, this woman now allowed, immediately the first batch of money was paid. The total value of the contract, the money paid to the company was higher than the total value of the, uh, of the contract. Then immediately the first payment was done, 130 million that was transferred to Madame directly. She doesn't. It's like she doesn't. Up to now, she doesn't know the trick. Uh, the, 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 the predators of Nigeria political zone 
which are, they call themselves gladiators. The, tea, the method they use, uh, moving the money from one place to another place to another place until probably it will land in Dubai. Then you collect your dollar and walk away. She doesn't know. Then the former managing director of the NDDC, the uh, EFC also arrested him. The EFCC chairman has a function. As we talk now, he's with the president in Abuja. Otherwise, I invited him. I guess using the phone. He had told me that, oh, the guru, you know, anytime you want me, I will come. But of course, he cannot. I'm seeing if I may go to have him tomorrow or Wednesday. So these are a lot of things we have to talk about. Let us start the. Okay, the immigration services also came as another point. Uh, the immigration man told us that there were 1,490 illegal routes in and out of Nigeria. Idris, if the man fails, I will not blame him because it is not within the, it is not his duty to block those <laughs> uh, Nigeria government. When they say we close border, you know all of us were laughing because they closed nothing except the bedroom of some people. So the man talked. Uh, we may not discuss it because this afternoon, by the grace of God, I'm meeting his representative in uh, Ikeja to discuss this before I come to public opinion. So, once again, you are welcome. Professor Abugu, I have to come to you first because Fred had agitated the other day that I can't come to him first when the Lele sick is sitting. <laughs> what is happening in Delta State? There is like a tsunami in the primaries conducted for PDP yesterday. What is happening in Delta State? Please be brief on that because that is not there. Well, what is happening in Delta State um, uh, is not peculiar. And uh, the issue of elections being conducted with ad hoc delegates mm. to the exclusion of uh, the statutory delegates, what in the United States they call super delegates, mm. uh, is a tsunami that uh, has taken the entire political landscape. And so uh, the primaries have kicked, you know, kicked, taken uh, center stage already. Mm. They've kicked off. And uh, what you are seeing is the interplay, mm -hmm. you know, arising from the fact that primaries are being conducted only with ad hoc delegates. Only? Uh, ad hoc delegates. Okay. Yeah. Without the super delegates. Without the super delegates. Okay. And uh, you, you see, in Nigeria, some of these things are quite unique. Mm. You know, uh, you see the Electoral Act dealing with composition of constitution of delegates mm. for party primaries. Mm. It is an aberration. You see, why should there be a uniform standard for the coalition of delegates mm. for APC PDP, mm. AMPP, NNPP, you know, APGA, and all of that. These are actually things that should have been consigned mm. 
to the constitutions of the individual parties. Okay. So that we don't need the National Assembly to pass an act permitting uh, PDP or APP uh, to say that uh, this will be the act, the number, the the, compos- the, the rights mm-hmm. of the individuals that could take part mm. in party primaries. Mm. Okay, but that's how unique uh, 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 the the aberrant provisions, how we run, you know, this. Uh, Sir, we will come. We will come to the national. You will. I will want two of you to uh, bring meaning to the ad hoc super delegates. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but for now. Yes, uh, Guru, I just said this by way of background. Yes. Now, so specifically, so, uh-huh. yeah, specifically when you talk of Delta, mm. now, what has just happened is, you see, when you take away the statutory delegates, okay, mm. you are left with so-called grassroots people elected mm. at the world level. Mm. Okay? Three per ward. Mm. Okay, in Delta, you now you, you now talk of about uh, ten per uh, local government. Ten per local government. Mm. Okay, so when you have that kind of arrangement, you see those individuals, many of them are not directly under the control of quote godfathers or the political leaders. Mm. The way the statutory delegates are under their control. Mm. The statutory delegates, you know, the party leaders or the so-called godfathers, mm. you know, uh, uh, detect the appointment of all those persons. And mm. so they have concrete lines of loyalty mm. that can be exerted upon. Oh, Prof, please, let, still, let me still stay with you okay. for one minute now. Yes. Is the, the dynamics of ownership of the political ground, the data teaching... Given the facts of Granada that Ibori daughter had to tie up with Ibrapa, 34, 34 votes. The third person had no vote. That Uduaga daughter, who was to come into the State House of Assembly, was thrown out without a single vote. And that Okowa daughter was accepted and we, we returned on challenge on this thing. Is that a fact that, just a minister, is that a fact that the dynamic of political ownership of the land, the God of the land, politically speaking, is not changing in data? Just a minister. I do not think it is changing. Okay. I actually think that uh, everything is still the same the way way it's always been. Why do I say so? You see... The office of the executive governor and incumbent governor is enormous. Political patronage, business patronage, you know, social patronage, welfare patronage all revolves around the office of the governor. Mm. And so every incumbent, incumbent governor controls a lot of authority. Mm. Uh-huh. So, uh, if you view that vis-a-vis the powers that an ex-governor mm. or a former governor wields, uh, there is always the possibility mm. that uh, the stakes are not equal. Okay, thank you very and much. And so it remains the same thing. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, we, we may come to that uh, uh, later. Barrister Fred, thank you very much again for coming. Thank you, Guru. 
uh, please, can you help <coughs> us to make sense to the reason, probably, you may not know it totally, to the gameplay that is going on now, starting with the APC, but uh, by the uh, uh, vicarious liability, the quality law, uh, now at the Kubad or the political party. Why do you think, in your opinion, that the president is not speedily consenting to this bill? We are talking of uh, 84-8. Yes. Section 84, subsection 8. Eight, yes. Of the 2022. That bring in superdelegates. Yes. And the superdelegates at any given time will be transferred of the ad hoc delegates because they are coming. What, what is your mind? What is really your mind that the president might be thinking of? Well, you know that um, Session 84 had mm. caused a lot of brouhaha in the past, mm. especially subsection 12, mm. which had even led Mr. President to bring his own version of an amendment yes. after he has signed the Electoral Act. Mm. The Electoral Act of 2022 mm. had uh, received a lot of brobeating. Mm. Uh, when it was passed, President signed, and, sudden, and suddenly Mr. President found out that uh, something was uh, not right in mm. his own dimension, mm. and he brought his own amendment, mm. which was thrown overboard mm. and, National by Assembly. National Assembly. Mm. Mr. President felt so ached, and then he sent the Attorney General to go and see what he could do. And, mm. uh, I made that Nigeria to go to Omoaya mm. to go and procure. To go and purchase. Uh, to go and procure what some people describe as a mushroom judgment. Yes. By the federal high court sitting in Omoaya. Yeah. That madam. Yeah, by that madam, which has been thrown away by the court of appeal. Yes. And is a subject of of a litigation at the Supreme Court. Yes. Even as we speak. Yes. Now the same National Assembly that threw away presidential request had found out that they shot themselves in the foot. Hmm by the omission, mm. terrible omission in that section Of 84. locking themselves out of the exercise. Oh, in that section 84, they locked themselves out, locked out every other person. Including the, the president. The president, the governors, and the rest of them. All those statutory delegates, by May pronouncement of section 84, subsection 8, mm. they are all left in the cold. Now they are, they run, run back. Mm. They begin to ask and plead with the president to sign that. Mr. President will easily tell that uh -huh. you guys have my trap don't catch on now. <laughs> you guys we are bluffing. Mm. Today I will bluff. Mm. He may even give them option. Accept my own and I will accept your own. Rob my back and rob your back. That is that is all. Chicken, uh, so said, were, were, they, were they poorly informed? Didn't, didn't they counsel um, with counsels like you before they came up with that uh, in session? No, uh, it, 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 I think it's a, it was a very terrible omission. Mm. But that expresses the type of people we have in our legislature. At the National Assembly? At national level. I can tell you that it is an expression of a lot of round pegs we have in square holes mm. at National Assembly. Mm. Legislative, are, are these holy spare holes? Legis or? Legislative drafting is a serious business. Yes. And it takes a man with tact mm. and takes a lot of intuitive understanding mm. whereby you think back, think front, think right, think left, so that you'll be able to cover the ground. Even though at the end of the day, you may not cover all grounds, yes. but at least this one is a very easy one 
that they left open. But I think they were more interested in hunting for something else. And they forgot their ding gun at home. <laughs> and they now got shot in the leg. <laughs> okay. I love that analogy. <laughs> Thank you very much, Fred. You are bringing me into this thing. Okay, let us move the, the narration. We may come back to all this, but let us move it a, a little further. Last week, the Northern Elders Forum made a pronouncement to the to the literal man, to the ordinary man on the street, like those of us who just ordinary man, bringing a translation that if this cannot be done and this is to be done, why don't you allow those who want to go, go their own way? I am not talking to the deeper interpretation because if I go to that, that would be a different... The presidency now accused the Northern Elders Forum of instigating separatism. Mm. Again, this question will come to you first. I will go to profit another question. What is your... Can you bring meaning into this? Guru, you came to me because you felt I will be happy with separation. <laughs> no, I have nothing. <laughs> I'm the king of... Uh, you know I'm a bushman. <laughs> Guru, I think it was um, a statement made out of um, inordinate consideration. Mm. I can, I can, with due sense of responsibility and with respect to Akim Babahmed, who mm. made that statement, it was reckless. Mm. Utterly reckless. Please, can you and, tell and, us first of all the statement? Very irresponsible. You know, I'm not lettered. I'm not. Utterly reckless because. What did he say? He said, why not allow the people who want to go to go? He mm. was making reference to the Igbos. That if the Igbos wanted to leave Nigeria, why not allow them to leave? Okay. And that was a very reckless statement. Mm. I did fought a war of attrition in between 2000 between 1967 and 1970 mm. and lost well, we lost about 3 million people just to keep the unity of the country together mm. and even though the injustice meted on the Igbos have not been solved up to today mm. but there are templates logical meaningful templates mm. that will address the injustice and they show that we remain together as a nation. Mm. That template resides in restructuring anchored on true fiscal federalism. Mm. Instead of the Northern Elders Forum to begin to think and talk about that, Hakim Aba Ahmed would recklessly make such inordinate statements. Mm. Of course, the presidency expectedly had to respond immediately. But I felt that they would have arrested Hakim mm. for that recklessness. Who, 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 were, you, who were you expected to arrest him? The government. Which government? Security agencies. The security the police, of which government? The SSS especially uh -huh. would have at least invited him over uh -huh. to come and explain why he would make such a recklessness. The same way they invited oh, Sheikh Gomi? What's the, what the name of the person you sent me to Hakim Baba Ahmed. Hakim, this, uh, the publicity secretary. No, Hakim, Hakim, Baba, Baba Ahmed. Yes, 
Does that name sound like Urubu man or Fulani? He's a Fulani name. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. But I expected the SSS mm. to call him over mm. and then ask him some <laughs> questions. <laughs> as the secretary, as the national publicity secretary mm. of Northern Elders Forum. Okay, hold it there. Hold it. Thank you, Prof. I, I I do not share I do not share the views of uh, Fred on this. No, please, please, I will come with you. Uh, but uh, we are going to minimize the time now. No yes. more than two minutes. So. Okay. Uh, first and foremost. The South did not amalgamation uh, was done in 1914, sir. Please, in your thought, bring us up to date, but briefly on this matter. Yes. And in the 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 the, uh, the, the negotiation of Nigeria to collapse to one that did not protectorate the South protectorate the Lagos colony was signed somewhere in Calabar, October. I've forgotten the date now. 26 people sat there, only six Nigerians, and none of the six Nigerians put pen to paper. Take it from there, sir. Did that amalgamation of 1914, one, has it expired? Two, has it not collapsed in 1966 when the federated constitution removed? Then, I remember Baba Akin called that if you want to go, let us go. Can that not can that not found root in the United Nations declaration that if you don't want, there is a, a process for you to go? Has that not been established in some countries like the share and co and co? So, share your thoughts along this question, uh, Guru. Let's deal with realities. Okay. The reality today is that we have a federation, a federal system of government that is not truly federal. Thank you. And it's not working. Thank you. It's not working security-wise. It's not working in terms of coercion. It's not working in the sense that there is no spirit of nationhood mm. amongst all the various uh, uh, nationalities that make up this nation. Mm. Now, but we have a constitution that guarantees free speech. Mm -hmm. What we have been grappling with is a system that tries to muzzle opinion. Mm. We, we, we're grappling with a system where those in government assume a very paternalistic posture mm. of knowing what is right for everybody. Mm -hmm. And they want to ram it through whether we like it or not. Mm. And that's why I don't share the view of Fred. Mm. If every person who says that uh, recognizing the peculiarities of this country today mm -hmm. uh, comes up to say that, look, is it not better for us to dismember this country voluntarily? Mm. It's not necessarily an anarchist. In the same manner, those who hold the view that the solution is we can remain one country, but we need to restructure the federation, they are so entitled to their view, to mm. that view. That's good. So these are alternatives that are facing all of us. Mm. And I don't think it inheres in any individual or leaders to assume to themselves paternistically that they know what is best for all for, Nigerians. For all Nigerians. Mm. Take, for example, President Olusegun, former President Olusegun Obasanjo. Yes. He ruled this country 
you know, as a military head of state. Yes. And then came back and ruled this country. Democratically elected. Yes. Now, in those eight years, he could not bring any meaningful uh, 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 program for the restructuring of the, of, Nigeria of, of the Nigerian Federation to address, you know, because he's been in the saddle twice. Yes. So one expected that he had a greater insight than everyone else. Yes. Yeah, but he, he couldn't do anything. But like now, as Buhari is going now. Exactly. But now, out of government now, you hear Obasanjo, you know, raising hue and cry, oh, there is an Islamization uh, agenda. Oh, there is war coming in Nigeria and all of that. But this, this Baba had the opportunity to make mm. meaningful change. And he did nothing about it. And he didn't. It. Because as at that point, he assumed this, what I call this paternalistic thing. Attitude that, oh, he's the father of the country. He knows it all. He knows what is best for us. We must keep Nigeria one at all costs. And so we must not restructure. And anybody who uh, 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 gives such an opinion, you know, is an enemy. Mm. Please. The bottom line is let's have an opportunity to be able to decide voluntarily mm. from the grassroots. Mm. If it is by way of referendum, it's by way of some political uh, 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 conference, mm. you know, like the one President Jonathan tried to do. Unfortunately, he did it at the tail end, you know, of his administration and he couldn't bring meaningful effect to, to the deliberations that were had. Mm. Maybe it would have advanced a little bit. But please, let us be free to discuss whether we want to remain as one or whether we want to restructure and what, how that structure should be achieved for the purposes of keeping Nigeria one. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fred, I'm back to you. Very quickly, Guru, before you come back to me. I'm me... sure I'm coming back to you now. Oh, yes. good, good, good. Let because me... I know you want to react. No, very, very briefly. To what uh, the professor I want to has... agree with Prof very strongly, yes. You want to? Yes. You want to agree? I want to agree with Prof. Okay. On the grounds that there's freedom given to everyone mm. to air his view mm. on how he feels we will move. Mm. My only grouse with Hakim Babamed's statement mm. is the hypocrisy embedded in that statement. Okay. That's my grouse. Okay. If he was saying that with all sense of responsibility, I wouldn't have had problems with him because he also led was part of the leaders of the Northern Elders Forum that scuttled the idea of referendum, restructuring, and even the product of the National Conference even of, the 2014 20, National of 2014. Conference. Yes. They all went against it, and they even, I remember he did a write-up advising President Muhammad Buhari not to touch that, that document. That, that document. Yes. Now, that same man, today, because we are talking about power shift to the south he now made that statement out of a bad side of his heart mm. that was my issues with him thank you so that's where i agree completely with prof okay but if he sincerely meant it i can tell you we have referendum that will give us a way forward we have restructuring that will give us a way forward and if at the end of the day the result is such that some people will now go mm. or that the country will now be dismembered mm. along the lines that will bring development security and mm. growth for the people mm. so be it okay thank you very very much i appreciate you you know that is why it is not very easy city with lawyers because at the end of the day you will be compromised <laughs> it will be 
uncertainty position of the law itself. <laughs> so, thank you for this. Uh, let me, I come to you once again, yes. before I go back to the prof. Yes. <clears throat> Many travelers abducted as bandits block Kaduna Abuja Highway. This was last week. At a time that the Nigerian Railway Corporation is trying to reintroduce the services of the rail, in view of what happened a few months ago. By this, the bandits have demonstrated once again that they are in control of the land of Nigeria. I want you, sir, to just oppose this against the fact given to the government and to Nigeria by the former managing director of Bank of what? Who, a bank of Agriculture. A bank of Agriculture. Who was among those abducted but released? Don't forget why he was in captivity. The bandits made him to pick on camera mm -hmm. a video message. When he said, it is not the money the bandits need. But he did not say what the bandits need there. But having paid the money, I don't want you to articulate who probably paid that two, over 200 million that released the man. Please don't tell me about that. Now, having paid the money, the man came out and the man was now in a position to talk. That before, 20, before 2015, the promise given to these people we now call terrorists or bandits was that they should come to help for some people to be able to take over government. And in place of that help, the reward will be the land of Nigeria. And this man spoke something like this. Now, the bandits are gone again now, block the road, the same as in Kaduna, Abuja, block the road and took people away. They were there for hours operating. Sir, is it a time for Nigerians to suspect the beginning of this so-called banditry or terrorism? And is it time for Nigeria to think wisely that there might be a collaboration from origin between Boko Haram, what they demanded for, and what is promotership, that what is there is the land of Nigeria to be taken over? And who, in your suggestion, I will allow three minutes for this because it's late. Who is your suggestion? Would you ask Nigerians to hold responsible for all this abracadabra? <laughs> Let me start from the last. Yes. I hold Mr. President responsible. Mm. Not just because he is the commander-in-chief. Mm. All the security agencies report to him. Secondly, remember in 2013, Boko Haram had mentioned him the then General <coughs> Muhammad Buhari yes. to be their lead spokesperson. Yes. And the measure time where, where, where Professor Wolisho in, in their negotiation yes. with federal government yes. then. <coughs> Remember also that when Jonathan's government under General Hejika mm. Hejrika mm. were hitting Boko Haram <coughs> very hard. Yes. President Muhammad Buhari led then General Muhammad Buhari then General Muhammad Buhari led Northern Opinions that an attack on Boko Haram was an attack against the North. Yes. So record that. By the time you now put all this together, you now begin to ask what was the origin of this banditry mm. and who are the bandits? 
What is the difference between bandits and terrorists? Mm. Boko Haram was named terrorists. It attracted international attention. Mm. Every country of the world <coughs> wanted to assist because a terror in one country is a terror, terror all, over the, all over the world. Mm. So, the federal government quickly said terrorism had been defeated. They have been decimated. Mm. They have been decapitated. They have been technically defeated. Mm. They have been decapitated. That there was no more terrorism in Nigeria than what we had are bandits. They now baptize terrorists to become bandits mm. because it is not the <clears throat> same gun that you used to shoot terrorists mm. that you will use to shoot bandits. Mm. Even ordinary dictionary meaning and definition of bandits <coughs> yeah. is entirely different from that of terrorists. <coughs> yes. But we now know that the activities of the so-called bandits are exactly the same as the activities of the terrorists. Mm. So why would the federal government want to give them such baptism? Because some people are now beginning... The lid is being opened mm. and the worm is gradually <coughs> crawling out. Mm. People are beginning to understand the origin. Okay. And when they said that the governor of Kaduna State, Erufai, knew what they wanted. And they said, the bandits themselves said that the government knew what they wanted. And then you now begin to go back to the issue of colony that federal government mooted. They called it um, Ruga. Ruga. First of all, colony. First of all, then colony. Ruga. It moved from then, colony to Ruga settlement. Yes. It moved from Ruga settlement to some other things yes. that wanted to take land and give to Nomadic Fulani headers. And the federal government uh, asked the Attorney General to bring a gazette of. Uh, to bring a gazette of 19. And the roots. And to, uh, <laughs> to, to grazing root. The from grazing and, root. And bring them when the issue of grazing root collapsed, they now went to the issue of Cato Colony. When that one collapsed, they went to the issue of Ruga. All those were attempts by the government to settle some people whom they had somehow made promises to. Mm. Prior to 2015 election, when some people said that why PDP then was preparing for election, some elements in APC were preparing for a showdown mm. other than election. Yes. And they had to bring in people to help them. These people are now the ones making demands. Okay. They are more or less stranded. In fact, some of them had even made statements through Gumi. Mm. Through Shea Gumi, mm. that federal government knows what they are asking for. Mm. That they want them to meet up with the terms of the agreement. Mm. And for it which, be exposed for now. which they brought them back to Nigeria. This man who came in and measured that the land, the land and sovereignty. That is, is pure and simple. Recall that there was a time they said, oh, we won't send agri products to the south. And they started blocking roads. They were settled. Some had Bashita to learning there. They were settled with Jeba. about 500 million. And money continues to go. Why would government. Many state governors in the north continue to settle bandits, try to do all manner of things to placate them. But they have found out that it was difficult to placate them. And today, what they are now doing is to redistribute them across the entire federation. Mm. During the era, during the COVID... You want to round up yes, now? Yes, I'm rounding up now. During the COVID era, many truckloads, when there was sit at home, when there was no movement, many trailer loads of... of, of of people of unknown identities were shipped to southern Nigeria, to eastern Nigeria, 
and uh, Western Nigeria and the South South. Mostly uh, some Dangote trucks. So, that is the fallout of what you are seeing today. Okay. Thank you. In the whole of South Africa. Thank you very much. Uh, Prof, your erudite mini, please bring it to it. But please be brief, three minutes, because we have short our time now. Well, the, the facts as uh, chronicled by Fred, which are also uh, in the public domain, mm. are very clear that uh, uh, there is some element of uh, culpability mm. on the part of uh, the leaders, mm. you know, uh, in this country. Because Which of the leaders, sir, you want to say now? When I say leaders, I mean the government. Okay. You know, particularly at the federal level. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, take the attack on the uh, rail line. Yes. You know, the train mm. between Abuja and, and Kaduna. Uh, Kaduna. Mm. And then take also how insecure the... Uh, roads between Kaduna and Abuja have become. Yes. Even in the past few days, there has been another incident yes. on that same highway. Yes. Now, now this is just a stretch of a part of this country between Kaduna and Abuja mm. by road and by rail. All those who were taken away uh, with the Minister for Agri, mm. about 60-something of them, the man, former managing director of the, uh, not minister, yeah, former manager the of the, of, uh, the Bank of, of Agriculture, but 60 something of them yes. are still in captivity. Yes. Okay. Then there are daily or weekly raids on the Abuja Kaduna mm. Expressway. Ways. Then you then wonder what kind of leadership you have. Mm. Are you saying that the Nigerian army doesn't doesn't have a SWAT team. Hmm. You know, in the US, you know, when things like this happen, you, you know, they send a contingent of Marines. Yes. Those who will survive in the forest, mm. who will survive in rain and survive, you know, mm -hmm. under the water. Mm. You know, who can handle any weapon, who can enter any forest. Hey, what kind of military structure do we have that mm. we don't have a SWAT team? that has been able to identify where 60-something persons taken from a moving train have been kept. How about uh, Miss Lee, Shuai Lee, mm. and all the people that were hijacked from, the students that were hijacked, mm. uh, you know. That's it. How many years now? Mm -mm. Their whereabouts are still not known. Those who kidnap them have not been you know uh, have not been dug out of mm. whatever tunnel they are mm. now what all of that tells you is that government is ineffective and these are the reasons some people are saying that all these are signals of a failing state if we have not already failed okay thank you very much thank you thank you for that uh, okay only one more question and uh, please if you can narrow it down to 30 seconds in answer Fred, I will take your question from a different zone. Prof, I will take your question from a different zone. But in answer, please help me by narrowing it down to just 30 seconds. Fred, what has become of Anambra? It's a very terrible development. So terrible that even as we speak, we don't know. 
what is happening. Mm-hmm. And that is why we lay the 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 blames. Well, would I, I wouldn't call it blames. We lay the expectations of the people at the footsteps of federal government. Federal government. Again. Federal government that has all the instruments of intelligence and all the instruments of coercion. Mm. They should be able to unravel what is happening in Anambra. If they are not complicit, mm. they should be able to unravel and help the people of Anambra state. What is the size of Anambra? Anambra is a fully built up environment. Almost fully built up. There are no forests like Sabisa. At all. What is the size of What's Anambra? the name of the forest in Kaduna? <laughs> what is the size of Anambra? That does not even have adequate arable land to plant. And you want to tell me that the state will be continuously be terrorized and nobody knows who is causing that and you just very easily call them unknown gunmen unknown gunmen and they are terrorizing the people on a daily basis killing unknown oh, gunmen attacked the Nigerian I mean, Defense Academy the other day I mean it is no it is it is terrible no that's the that's the latest is, nomenclature it is too. terrible to used to we expect government to tell the people what is going on okay and to come to their assistance the people okay. are now in trepidation mm. in fear mm. absolute fear okay uh, yesterday it, being sunday if you uh, i mean I, I i placed a call across and they said everywhere was deserted everywhere so people now prefer to stay indoors even the indoor is not safe the you local, go, the local government uh, they went to to meet so, him, broke and, down, broke his door down, so, and first of all shot so, Julie son, and, and then took before and, taking him, him away. away. So I, I was going to ask you, no, no, um, sorry, to, 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 to interject. Do you think the visit of the Anambra State Governor to the leader of the IPOB um, that was you know circulated and clarified by his press office? Do you think it will have any effect in the forthcoming days? It will be it will be a cheap excuse, a lame excuse for anybody to begin to say the happenings in Anambra, the terror in Anambra has to do with IPOP. IPOP by their classification has said from day one that they are not violent. Okay, but the Eastern Security the Eastern uh, Security uh, Network this. was established is by IPOP. Hold on, hold on. Yes. Is it involved in matters in Nimo State? Eastern Security Network was essentially established to defend, uh, underline that word, is defend it, the people, especially in the forest. Is it involved in the terrorism going in Anambra State? The terrorism that, sorry, in Nimo State, State. The terrorism that arrived a few minutes after uh, Supreme Court sworn in the governor for. The people who run IPOP have said times with that number that they are not involved. Okay. And we expect the government to prove them wrong. Okay. All right. Are you saying, sir, I'm coming to you, sir, are you saying therefore this may likely be the case of the Itogoni that must be killed in order for... I think what is going on... I think what is going on according to the minds of Mm. the people Mm. is that some terrible people have been brought into the southeast mm. to unsettle the peace of the environment. Mm. Don't you can't you feel any, and uh, any conspiracy and between it those is, people brought you are suspected is, and some individual political leadership in the in the there southeast. Is, there is outright 
attempt to tarnish whatever image that IPOB has. Mm. Outright attempt. Mm. When ESM was first established, they were all in the forest. And up to today, IPOB authorities have said, if you see any ESM member in this, on the streets, arrest him as a criminal. Mm -hmm. That their own is to be in the forest and flush out the killer headsman that go to occupy the forest and do not allow women and men to go and farm. That that is their duty. And that, and that all those people that are killing people on the streets and everywhere are mere criminals and they are not elements of yes. Okay, thank you very much. Sir, sir Prof. Yes. Mm. You said the, you are coming from another angle. Yes. So the, the, the questions, <laughs> uh, there are too many questions. Unfortunately, the old enemy will have his time. Now, I don't know how to construct your questions now, but let me put it in Lima's uh, way. Do you have any fear for 2023 general election? Is there anything in your brain telling you that it might not be general election in 2023? Do you have any fear for what probably PC might be seeing that we, the remaining Nigerians, are not seeing in matter of these super delegates and uh, uh, ad hoc delegate, do you have any fear in view of what of one of your lelet colleague, uh, the respected Sikh Robert uh, right. Clark, had said that uh, another uh, Francis Atoziribe is coming into the scene, the political scene of Nigeria? Please, all this collapse together in less than two minutes. First, I believe strongly that the elections will hold. Mm. Uh, to think otherwise is to invite chaos. Okay. So I believe whether in the process we wumble and fumble, mm. but the elections come Fan 20, final statement come twenty twenty three mm. we hold. Okay. Um, as for the APC, I think you are probably alluding to the fact that. Uh, they postponed the screening of their presidential candidate. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, I don't see anything ominous about that, frankly. What I simply think is that the APC is displaying some form of political sagacity mm -hmm. in managing the, 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 the crowd. And the 100 million naira phone. Yes, you know, <laughs> yes. You know, because uh, if they were to screen the candidates mm. without some form of interaction mm. uh, and the screening then narrows the, the, the spectrum, the number of candidates. Mm. The likelihood is that it may have a tsunami effect for the APC. Okay. Some aggrieved ones may decide to move on to some other political terrain to mm. be able to further their ambitions. Okay. And so before screening them, that's why I call it political sagacity. Mm. They are trying to bring everybody to say, look, one, you fill the form where you have voluntarily signed that you can withdraw at any particular really point in time. Mm. Now we want to screen you. We cannot all put all of you out there to go into these uh, uh, primaries. Mm. Uh, but this is what we'll do mm. for each and every one of you. Mm. Let's see how we can accommodate you within the party. Mm. Even if it's just assurances to say, look, you know, even if you are screened out, 
know that you are on a particular list, you are noted, and something will be done in the dispensation that is coming. Mm. So they're actually just displaying some political well, sarcasm. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, because very brilliantly said by yeah, Prof. Yeah, thank you very much. I do. Please let the, let our people. We we'll have less than fifteen minutes, which is too. My apologies, listeners. Please, I think what you heard today must have uh, must have been uh, big enough. So I do bring them out fast. And please, again today, I'm giving each caller half a minute. Please. Okay, uh, this person says, Good day, Guru and Adu. I'm an ardent listener of the program. I wish to congratulate uh, you on historical perspectives. They are educated, uh, especially to the young ones. I'm tempted to ask for your views on the following questions. Uh, during the first election, the NCC came first, MPC came second, Action Book came third. Mm. It was a huge parliament, and Zeke, as educated and knowledgeable as he is, mm. then had to choose the party to align with. Azikwe chose the Northern Party and agreed to be a ceremonial president with no powers, mm. possibly with the connivance of the British. Do mm. you think if Azikwe had been Prime Minister and aligned with Awolowa's deputy, would Nigeria have not been different? Especially as the Southeast has been saying they have never ruled Nigeria before. Very short, very, very short word. The result, as we enumerated here, are not correct. Of that first election i have video clip that detailed everything and i have facts that but we cannot go into that today and i will not want the guru will not want to go into that before 2033 april um, february and march uh, the sleepy dogs must be allowed to lie go on afam says good morning adu and guru um pmb hasn't signed or amended the amended electoral bill mm. is not shocking. I've always maintained he is no Democrat. As for the crisis in APC and even PDP, I hope it continues because these goons that have kept Nigerians in perpetual bondage need to implode from within. Mm. Uh, it's a fact that Nigerians are now endangered. Spe- it's not a fact that Nigerians yeah, are now endangered species. Mm. How can people survive with the rate of inflation mm. and the automest? Mm. Um, this have created insecurity everywhere. Mm. Where's the governance? Okay, Tony from Ayobo says, Sonia Kosu must have to come back to sing that song again. He listened, he listened. It's a shame. <laughs> Which way, Nigeria? Mm. That's almost 30 years ago. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Olafong Bagada says, Good morning, Adwan Guru. That song started. Uh, he says it's still going to be continued. Uh, it's going to continue to be relevant to 2023. Uh, we have a dilemma in our hands: unrest mm. in the southeast and the north. If the east doesn't get the presidency, it continues. If the north doesn't get the presidency, Boko Haram continues. Mm. He says, "I don't know what to do." Yeah. Olaf from Bagada says, "I've given up." Okay, phone line zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three zero eight zero nine two 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 zero nine one three. And zero one five one five zero nine one three. Hello. Good morning. Morning, please. Good morning, Adu. Good morning, the Guru. Your Good name. morning. Good morning. This is Akpa speaking, the Guru. Oh, Akpa, you have a minute yes. today, please. Okay, Prof. You have said it all. Of passenger failed, Wari came and failed woefully. The both of them was one time head of state and president. 
What did they do to the table? Only in short, they brought hunger and big fraud in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, a passenger is the genesis of the problem. He had the power in 1999, but he could not change about it just because of selfishness and greed. Thank you. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Yes, yes your good, name. Morning. good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My mm -hmm. name is Dara from Lagos. Okay. Half a minute. I would like to... Okay, okay. I would like to disagree with the guest in the studio about the ESN and the IBO. I'm an Igbo man. But let us tell ourselves the truth. The witch cried at, at night, the shout out in the morning. If you listen to the patients of the leaders of the IPO, it's always violent. We have seen videos of these guys in the streets waving guns and machetes. If you hear personal stories of what's happening on ground, this is not the matter of not IPO. They are the ones behind everything. Okay. We should not pretend to ourselves if we want to hear the truth about it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fred, you hearing that? Go ahead, Abdul. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Okay, let's go to Twitter as we quickly look at what our friends are saying on the bird. Uh, Izuna Omabala says, Good morning, Adu, Guru, and our wonderful guest. Says, May God bless you, Prof, for your sincere truth about what is happening in Anambra State. Arinze educates the one who made that statement on Twitter. Uh, P Master says, Buhari is the cause, is the grand patron of Boko Haram terrorists before he became president uh, of this country in 2015. But there's no evidence of that. He was grand patron of Miyete Allah, not Boko Haram. So let us bring Tim Wikasosta shit. Go on. Adejiji says, Nigeria is actually an asylum, a place for mentally incompetent and balanced people that attributes and traits is what is displayed and visible everywhere. Uh, that's why the country is retrogressing. Uh, he goes on to say, Barrister Fred, uh, you chickenly chickened out from a free check presented to you by Ahmed Baba for the liberation and freedom of your people. It seems he doesn't know what he wants. Freedom can come in any shape. How it comes in the issue. Prof, uh, I think you're spot on. Uh, Theo, responding to our question, says nothing is wrong. We asked a question about the APC suspending primaries on Twitter. And he says nothing is wrong. They are simply waiting for PDP to do their own first. Okay. <laughs> go back to the phone. Yes. What a response. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good morning, Bola. Quickly now, go ahead. Money, half a minute, please. Half a minute. They are killing the southeast. No, that's what we call. They start attack us. They attack me. I still remember very well here. You see, when you when you ride on top of lion, every head, your head, your journey is better. No tiger, tiger, tiger. Yeah, I mean tiger. Sorry. Uh huh. They said they don't even know that you get to this. No, what what happened now? The boy people cannot control this boy again. They don't, have power or, or, or don't have their power again to control them. And if they are not talking, what would we have seen as small? Okay, thank you. you. Please stand up. Thank you. Please bring on the call line. Hello. Turn off your radio. Call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello. Yeah, good morning. Yes, good morning Your to name, you. where are you calling from? Yeah, good morning. Good, uh, good is John from Virginia. Okay, right, John, John half a minute, please. Okay, sir. Uh, it's a good, what I want to say is that the way you both spoke today at the studio have shown it clearly that the people in Nigeria 
they want to go their separate ways. Mm. You know, before you were repenting these things, you don't want to come out to say the truth. And I, I think those who want that want to remain in Nigeria are the lazy people because they feel they want to enslave the others. Mm. The ones that are hardworking, they want to go and develop their place. But the lazy ones don't want. They want others to labor for them so they will enjoy. Mm. And it's not fair. Let us go. Good day. Thank you. No, you take one more. <laughs> Who is the lazy one? Analogy. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning to you, uh, sir. Please, I, I just want to say something. All this boils down to our judiciary. Our judiciary is not independent. We are still subjected to the federal government. The day our judiciary becomes independent and they are able to come out and bring this thing out to, to book and then whoever needs to go to jail mm. or wherever, then Nigeria will be able to go forward. But as long as the judiciary is not independent, when they're under the clause of the federal government and political officials will still continue like this. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. But the, the best is not a trial here today. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our friends with the pen. Uh says, good morning, Guru Anadu. The killings in Nigeria is unfortunate. Uh, the South is asking for a referendum which should not be difficult to introduce to law by lawmakers. We all must now amplify the need for restructuring and a new constitution. That's the only way to solve the present challenges. Binga is the one speaking there. Mm. Ken says, I call them cannibalistic terrorists of the eastern Nigeria. Mm. That's when we're asking for the names of the unknown gunmen. Mm. Uh, this person says, Adu and Guru, you both look gorgeous picture of he took a <laughs> screenshot of us on instagram <laughs> thank you thank you we have the prof and barrister fred also in the studio morris says good morning guru uh regarding the current security situation in the east the elites in the east are to blame mm. says the state aloof and quietly supported agitations of ipop when president said he would treat them in the language you will understand they mm. all went against the president now the monster has grown uncontrollably mm. uh Rashid says, Guru, I think whenever you invite a girl, please always ask him or them to speak for much more time so that they can uh, give us the audience. It is not my fault, too. I'm trying my very best. He says you're marginalizing us. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, my apology. eh? Somebody is advocating for us. (laughs) (laughs) Samuel says, Good morning, Ogaguru, an assistant Pope. Adu, our government has abandoned governance and they are busy with politics and how to win the elections. Peter will be with Consito Article, with VP, because I know that Article will prick him, will pick him again as a running mate. And after eight years, Tenel Peter will be, will take over and the power will go to the southeast. This, this, the game PDP wants to play. And it will really favor Peter and the southeast if he does. I wish he plays. His cards well. Mm. Mm. No, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, my name is Stephen. Go ahead, Stephen. Thank you. Yeah, I'm calling from Lagos. Go ahead. Half a minute you have yeah. now. Yeah. Thank you, Guno. Uh, I and according to the topic this morning, mm. you know, one way come to complain, then it's. We always come to complain on on phone. Now it has changed once a This country is running, is running on the way of destruction. Mm. Look at what's happening now. They kill somebody at the end of the day. They are start, they are, they are starting killing uh, people. 
burning down things in Sokoto, mm. burning down things in uh, Abuja, a mm. center of a center of power. Something is being born in there. Mm. They are killing people. Mm. Then no, nothing is happening. The, mm. the president did not give orders for another person to get what already done. Mm. Look at people who are who are who are kidnapped from uh, uh, from train from uh, uh, Then nobody has talked about them. Okay. Nobody has talked about them. Okay. Now we are they are planning to they are planning to uh, for the train to start working again. Everybody is okay, thank you. Your time is up, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, your time is up. I think again, those of you claim you have been marginalized. The time is up. We have a time. We must take our exit. The time is up now. But don't worry. What the only time that you uh, will debit to my. As my liability is the time we lost between the beginning and where we should have started. So, but please, uh, I will make sure say, I, I, you have the. This. But thank you for this discussion. Uh, what the guru just did is to convey what I called Nigeria's People's Parliament, so that we hear the other side that is flowing from the source of wisdom source of knowledge, source of understanding. And I think we heard it last week and we heard it today. That is why at the end of the day, all of you should please help me to thank my guest who left. These gentlemen are very, very, very too busy. Too busy. The two of them sitting here. Too busy. And Fred was even sick up to yesterday. But when we spoke yesterday, he promised me he would come in spite of uh, uh, the blood that went up. It is not malaria. It is the killing in uh, Anambra State because he is a major stakeholder in Anambra State. So we, we appreciate them. Now, back to data. As I draw the curtain, uh, Sulami had come up and more Sulami is expected. In data, the uh, umbrella, uh, the sociocultural body that stands uh, prof, prof, please. I know you are not listening to this, and I really don't want you to listen to this. That is why I'm saying this because you are already out. You are not listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Urobo Progress Union, which is the second longest social cultural group in the whole of Africa, next only to the Africa uh, ANC, African National Congress, found itself in an illogicality that can never never be explained on the altar of wisdom, knowledge and understanding. When it went ahead to a those candidature of one of theirs in one political party David Adewye was endorsed by the Urobo Progress Union as the person the endorsed to be the candidate then to be the governor. In the place, what happened to all the remaining robo who are bona fide members of the UP in other political party? I even give the because it was a challenge that nobody would understand. I gave the UPU opportunity. I invited the UPU leadership Moses Tiger to come to this studio to spend one hour with us to explain to why they did that. The UPU shaking out. 
To me, that is not leadership. Leaders should be prepared to take responsibility for what matter that is prevailing behind it. Uh, president, uh, he called himself president or head of state. Ibrahim Mbangida said that I am trained to take command and to be and to be very cautious of my environment and to stand to defend what I say or what I do. So the UPU missed a golden opportunity. Today, the fallback is part of what we are seeing now. I wouldn't know that either the UPU is a department in PDP or not. But that is left for them. The opportunity given to them, they messed it up. And they, are, they started ripping. More tsunami will come from that end. We are not going to wait necessarily for Indonesia. More tsunami will come. And what is coming from Delta State is most likely to be what may be coming from. Because there is lack of sincerity in taking us to an election of 2023. I will stop it there. There is lack of sincerity in taking Nigerians to an election of we 2023 come please you can follow me on my on twitter at godwin uh underscore buebu buebu is spelled b-u-e-b-u godwin underscore buebu you know, Godu, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned my name at the beginning of this statement you have just made uh, no, and, but, and, and i and i think it behoves me no uh, uh, no to tell you that i don't share your pessimism on no, this matter we are three minutes after well, would have gone away from this studio. Okay. Well, thank you very much, sir. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, then you can go to my website, www.godwithiguru.com, and please, uh, in this matter, the whole of this week, I shall be up uploading a video to my channel in YouTube, Godwin the Guru. Godwin the Guru. Every day I shall, it's a very tedious work, but then, like as I said, I do. I, I went to bed to sleep last night, 3 a.m. And of course, I left my house five, uh, quarter after five. And uh, I'm tired, you know. And I have, you know, the appointments I have ahead of me. Mm -hmm. But every day, they shall be uploading of video to four, five minutes. Mm -hmm. Please follow, because we shall discuss everything, including data state. Where, oh, the big bully, It's okay. Then again, Facebook, God in Takiwebu, or please go to a page created on Facebook, which is Vetra Column. The V of the Vetra is capital letter. The C of the column is capital letter. And get this done. So the discussion continues. Ah, by the grace of God, on Monday, sorry, tomorrow I shall be here for Monday, right? Wednesday I shall be here. Then next week we shall continue with the parliament. Not necessarily pulling this big, bigger men. Each of them had the capacity to swallow me up 300 times over. So, but I will end by saying, Professor Joseph Abogo, senior advocate of Nigeria, uh, professor of commercial law, University of Lagos, thank you very, very much for coming. Thank you, Guru. Uh, Barrister Fred, is that called? a very seasoned lawyer and uh, economist uh, to the largest head of the largest uh, development economist, sir. Thank you very, very much for coming. Many times. I appreciate you. I do. I cannot do without thanking you because you made the navigation smoother. It so was given a new title today. I hope you took note. No, Pope. No, Assista I, Assistant Pope. No, Assistant I Pope. gave him that title. Oh, really? Long time ago. Oh, Assistant okay. Pope, Africa and Asia Affairs. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolf, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you. For a good job. So, until next week, where we shall meet on these topical issues. This is the guru signing out, but do something for me, please. Keep yourself out of trouble. Bye-bye.